This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Books and podcasts are always best with a great cup of coffee. That's why we've partnered with Ligaris Roasters to create the Table of Malcontents blend. And guys, it's delicious. A smooth Brazilian roast that will make your heart happy. Head over to LagarisRoasters.com to order a bag or 12 today. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron and with me as always, or almost always at least, are Dave and Barnabas. Guys, we are in the studio it is a Thursday. <laughs> How do we feel the, about this? These are facts. I was, like, I was like, I feel like there's an announcement okay. coming, but nope, that was well, it. Well, no, Just there, there was an announcement that was made, and by the time this airs, it may actually have already come to pass that you're no longer our coworker. Uh, well, I am your coworker today. That's true. For today. About, for about, well, three weeks exactly. Three weeks from today, I will no longer be your coworker. There we go. There uh, we go. And... To be clear, that was voluntary. That was, <laughs> I was not downsized. You, I was not, not, I was you not and your re- boss did not mutually agree that you I should not no a, longer work here. There was not here. a mutual <sighs> agreement on my resignation. There was not any restructuring me out of the business. Mm, yeah, that's what important. else? What other, what other languages? Um, think, yeah, I got to go through my list of which one I choose. Just flat people. out fired. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely yeah. not that. Otherwise, I wouldn't yeah. be back in the building. Yeah. Um, yep. All right, so tell us what you're doing. No, I took yeah. a position with my church, Emmanuel Nashville, to be the small group. Groups guy is the that's the concise version. The title is director for community, which means that it can be small groups plus over time. But that's the primary thing. So uh, I'll start that August first. Very cool. Awesome. And have no plans to leave the podcast. For those of you who are considering resigning from listening, yes, um, you don't need to. No, exactly, good. exactly. Good. If anything, you should give additional five star ratings and reviews mm-hmm. for just to let Barnabas know how much That's right. five, he means to five stars to Barnabas sticking around for Barnabas sticking around for his exit and him sticking okay. around yeah. five stars is once. congratulations yeah. five stars condolences <laughs> to these guys five stars whatever like okay. yeah, we'll take all of it really, all, all the stars notice the running theme here is that it's yeah. five stars That's right, Dave I have a five star gift for you that's not actually from me. I'm the middleman. From Richard Harbison, who's a listener who we met the at a recent, yes. a recent event. Wait, you met Richard at a recent event. By Aaron way, and I, I did me. not. Well, actually, I met him what too, the? but I met him in a coffee line. I see what's happening. You guys are recording podcasts again without me. Absolutely. And I guess I did that. Same so, thing against Barnabas yeah. the week before. Remind yeah, yeah, yeah. me to tell you a story yeah. about meeting somebody okay. in a coffee line at an event that's yeah. pertinent to this. But okay. uh, so Richard Harbison we met him, Richard. and he he pulled out a stack of gifts. I delivered Aaron one of his last week. Uh, I'm gonna so first there was a very nice gift, and it's a book called As I Learned to Walk by Joe Waller. It's a book of poetry. It's kind of in the vein of um, the Valley of Vision. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. they're, they're sort of prayerful devotional poems on the Happy Rant. We we promoted this a little while back. I yeah. read it. It's really good. So he goes to church with Joe and his friends with him. So um, that's oh, a that's, that's a real gift. This is great. From, mm-hmm. from is a awesome. real author doing genuinely good work. Yeah. 
Um, so again, listeners, as I learned to walk by Joel Waller. If you like poetry, check this one out. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So now, thank you. Thanks both Richard and Joe. And Joe, because I'm yeah. yes. Now, all right. This the is gift this... we've all been waiting for is a little thing called Uncanny Cats: Amazing Tales of Our Most Popular Pet. I don't know who our is. Dave. Most popular. <laughs> Copyright 2000 by American <laughs> Media Mini Mags Incorporated in Boca Raton, Florida. That sounds promising. And if we actually look up the data, it, it actually reveals that it's Dave's publishing company. So, <laughs> all right. So, table of contents, Dave. <laughs> yes. Cats yes, and ESP. Incredible journeys. Psychic cats. <laughs> Th- that's true. That's very true. Lifesavers. Yeah. Oh, of course. And then this one I take... Great dispute with cats have souls too. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about As this in, before. Oh, wait, wait, with wait, 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 with wait, Karen's fall prior, hold on. we talked about this. Which two are we talking? Two as in cats have souls, two electric boogaloo? Or are we talking cats have souls also? Or cats have souls, two as in two of their nine lives have souls and the other seven are soulless. That's right. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing about cats have souls too. It's, is that it's written cats have souls, comma, two. So there's a a wonderful grammatical Hmm. error right in the table of contents. All right. This is my favorite. This one is called Pastor Puss. (laughs) Um, Moving on. In in this era of SBC2, how cats communicate. Cat talk, cat slang, and then the last chapter is just called And More. (laughs) So, Dave, I... It's like a big sentence. I lovingly... And insincerely presents you with a gift from Richard Harbison called Uncanny Cats, Amazing Tales of Our Most Popular Pet. It's pocket size. You can carry it with you wherever you go. Richard, I, I, I quote the Lion King. I'm, I can feel the love tonight, uh, but not in that weird way. So there also you go. Also a movie about large cats. That's right. I'm pretty See? sure that right song wasn't in the Lion King. It was in, yeah, well, yeah, it was. Phil Collins song? Uh, Elton John. Oh, no, 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 you're right. Thank you're you. Right. You're thinking, I know my no, cat's thinking in the air tonight. Okay. And I'm I think sorry. that one was in, in Tarzan, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> no, that was, that was not in Tarzan. That's right. Well, t- Phil Collins did the soundtrack, right. so I was just guessing. You know yes. what's amazing about this cover? And sorry, we definitely need, guys. We need to post a picture of this cover. I mean, this cat looks like it is going to murder you in, because in, it's in cat. the night. Well, not just because it's a cat. <laughs> this cat looks like it's going to murder you because it's awake. <laughs> it's awake and there's a moon behind it and it looks like I, I believe it's a you, Halloween didn't black you cat. Did you text us an article that I, the headline I, was Kitten Dreams of Murder All Day or I did. something kitten like that? Kitten yes. of Nothing But Murder All Day. And it's got yes. this cute picture of this kitten just looking at the camera. Was this an Onion article or was this like, <laughs> was I, feel like I feel like this is an actual journalistic piece of work. definitely The Onion. Uh, but it was perfect. So. But, you know, occasionally The Onion does real news. This is an example of that. That's right. Some sometimes their satire is like, wait, nope, that wasn't satirical. That nope. Was the, so was uh, the state of, of 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 my marriage to Brooke is is this. So you know, she here's what she does. So we you know we fostered a bunch of cats. This is the life I live, guys. I chose this. Um, but uh, you know, so she'll forward me an email from Humane Society or Nashville Metro Animal that they have got like now kittens who needs fostering, not adopting, just fostering. Uh-huh. And and she'll just keep forwarding the email every day until we she'll force me to talk about it. At home. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, 
Listen, I'm just not in the mood right now to bring in a so bunch of cats in the she's house. She's the persistent widow, but not yet a widow. <laughs> so, so, I, mean, I really she will thought, be a widow if you don't respond. I mean, however, I want you to know how little power I have in this. Because like I will continue to just say, listen, sweetie, I'm just not feeling it. Like we're busy. The dog's a puppy still, and like it's just kind of crazy. And you know, we've been out of town. It'd be nice to have quiet. You know, not right. have to like take care of cat like climbing up on your leg, scratching you at five yeah. in the morning when I wake up when i like right. reading a book right right that's right that's right so we will so, be getting some tomorrow okay. so there what, you go. what you're saying is is that brooke aspires to be cat lady brooke just like your cat lady dave <sighs> she we, we are both cat lady people <laughs> so that's just what we've got to deal with so. not that there's anything wrong with that nope um thanks thanks <laughs> that's wow <laughs> Made a Seinfeld out of that. That's good. That's good. If you okay. can't make a Seinfeld out of it, what are you even doing? Oh, gosh. Can you make a oh. Seinfeld out of that book in front of you? And I'm not talking about As I Learned to Walk or the cat one. You know, that's a really good the question one. right there. The other one. Yes. Yeah, on. you where's, have something that you want to read. This delightful treat. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah. There it yeah. is. What are we, we're, oh, by the way, we're, we're all, I guess, Aaron, you haven't been on vacation. Not been, yet. Yeah, not yet. Not you yet. are. I'm, vacation's coming. Do Canadians call it yeah. vacation or do you say you're going on holiday? holiday? We say vacation. Okay. You say vacation. Okay. Yeah. Really? That's because okay. they're America Junior. Oh, America it's Top true. Hat. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah, Aaron, uh, Mo, Mo Barnabas and I are coming back from vacation. <laughs> so, we true. have plenty of, uh, of books and fun to talk about. Aaron will be. But, Aaron, like, when you posted that picture of the four books you're reading this weekend, I thought, uh-huh. oh, that'll be Aaron for the next week. No, yeah. the weekend, you tool. <laughs> I mean, and, I, and, now, and sadly, fair, I, I was through... in the middle reading one of those. <laughs> Which uh, one were you reading? Uh, uh, the, uh, not Lords of Discipline, but, uh, uh, Great, Great Santini. Santini. Yes. Yeah, I'm almost done. And of course, you read it all within the period. Of Actually, I haven't to started that one yet. Oh, so. I thought you nope. said you read it. No, oh, no, 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 you no, 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 no. I said this was a no. Oh. My actual post was okay. Yesterday, yesterday's trip to to McKay's, McKay's is going to be a hard one to beat. And I had seven books oh, in that. In I thought that. it was a picture of four or something. Okay, no, gotcha. There's right. seven. I'm not big on on the socials right it's now. Okay, that's that's vacation, Dave. 40 day of vacation day means like a lot of memory loss. So I don't pick up on things quickly. So that's all right. Oh, well, but, um, but yeah, but you know, we've been reading lots of books. One in particular, we've all thoroughly been entertained by in some ways. I mean, <laughs> sounds kind of weird. Hate reading is a form of entertainment. It really it can is. be. Can be. I don't encourage people to do it. However, this was an no. assignment. Okay. So that's I, did, true. I did this. Under under protest, yeah, and with like vocal protest. Right, so well, that's before, true. Before the we words, say which book, the words that he used, we'll, we'll just bleep them out. Oh, yeah, I'm, but I'm, there but, may have to be some bleeped oh, on this podcast. In since fact, the vocal this, protest is going to continue. We're going, yeah. we're going right up to PG twelve on this, guys. Yeah, it's going to be intense. This, this book is like when. It, so I was reading this out loud to my wife as a joke when she years ago would read Twilight to me. <laughs> and I would just be, be like the funniest book ever. Did she read Twilight like, ironically to you? No, she read it like when it came out and she thought it was hilarious why people loved it so oh, much. Okay. So, okay. The, yeah, okay. so yeah, so yeah, it was, it was it absolutely okay. Yeah. Okay. People had already read it recommending it. She's like, she's like, you have to listen to this out loud. Vampires. It's so awkward. No, no, no. Okay, no. that's good. She, she's one of those. I, I think I she read Hunger say, Games too. I propose sparkly vampires over this. So. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. This was this. Never mind. Carry okay. on. Dave, right. you, Dave have an excerpt. you have an excerpt for us. Listen, Barnabas, you can't live your life for other people. 
You've got to do what's right for you, even if it hurts some people you love. I know, she said, but no matter what I choose, I have to live with it forever. I have to be able to go forward and not look back anymore. Can you understand that, Barnabas? <laughs> it's better if I just make you part of the story. But this, but this description no. just brought me to a time and place. Yeah. Okay. I'm a sight this morning. Two shirts, heavy pants, a scarf wrapped twice around my neck and tucked into a thick sweater knitted by my daughter 30 birthdays ago. The thermostat in my room is set as high as it will go, and a small space heater sits directly behind me. It clicks and groans and spews hot air like a fairy-tailed dragon. And still my body shivers with a cold that will never go away. A cold that has been 80 years in the making. 80 years. Whew. How? I mean, that's page one, guys. I know, man. Hey, the fairy-tailed dragon hooked? just took me right in. Like, just carried me away. Yeah. That's a hook. You were hooked. You know, That's because a hook right there. I was something, yes. You were something. You were Barnabas, something. I've never met anyone like you before. I couldn't <laughs> help it. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> it's uh, uh, so what book are we talking about here? We Aaron? are talking about the finest piece of emotional pornography that we have ever read, The Notebook mm. by Nicholas Sparks. Mm. So I want you guys to know I read this in the low country <laughs> <laughs> to get the full experience when I was on vacation. Is that actually where it's set? Uh, I didn't like get, North, I, North Carolina. I don't get this. I read this. I read this on the coast of North Carolina. <laughs> this takes place like within eighty full, miles of there. Full maybe disclosure. Miles. Full honor system. Yeah. Uh-huh. I read two chapters. Oh, and then more I, than you and, said. Does. Okay. And then I well, I knew after two pages I wasn't going to be able to finish it. I read two chapters and physically threw the book because I was just like, I I can't do this, guys. I, I, so no. I, re- I thumbed through it enough to be like, oh, it continues. The same thing that's on page one that's is true. on page one hundred and twelve. When Aaron, when you were kind of pushing us, hey guys, I read it and like I'm like, okay, I finally sat down and started reading some, but I can only get through the same thing, a few chapters, and I put it aside for weeks. And then I was like, well, I'm going on vacation. I'll have time to mm-hmm. finish it then. Which That's is right. not it's not on our vacation list typically. But see, this is this is what happened. Both of you, you finished your coffee and putting off the decision until later. And then you went to the tool shed and found your axe. And after checking the blade by pressing your thumb to it, you sharpened it with a whetstone until it was ready. Man, you know what I love? I love how he leaves nothing to the imagination because he describes Everything. literally every thing mm-hmm. by describes i mean like uses an adjective for yes yes, it, yes. Uh, he's not actually describing it is bad high school writing like imagine that's, okay that's so, not nice to high schoolers <laughs> that's okay but did you ever attempt to write something that sounded romantic to a girl you were into in high school um no mm, no no okay no not well okay False. Okay. I, I wrote things. I never, ever let anybody see them. Okay. So, and I'm sure that they were better than this garbage. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yeah. imagine if you had published them. We would have something close to this. So, so my, the best comparison I can think of is in junior high. We were asked to write a – it was like a five-paragraph essay. You know, We were kind of learning essay form yeah. describing our home. And – and I describe like every detail of my home, and I and the you know then we had to swap with a peer and have them review it. And yeah, the guy who reviewed it was like, 
enough detail in there. That was this book. So seventh mm-hmm. grade Barnabas describing every detail of the house I grew up in was it was the same as Nicholas Sparks describing the house that uh, what's his face Noah yes. Noah lived in. Okay, we'll just call him Jim. Can I can I read my favorite description of, of, the, of the two two ish chapters that I read? Of course. So he's describing his his home somewhere in North Carolina. Um, The house was built in 1772, making it one of the oldest as well as the largest homes in New Bern. That's it. The whole sentence. Yeah. Do you know why that's – I mean, just – let me read that again. The house was built in 1772, making it one of the oldest as well as the largest homes in New Bern. Are homes in seven, built in 1772 known for being particularly large? Generally not. No. They're known for being old. Mm-hmm. So that's just that's just grammatical trash. That's – an editor let that by. That's not mm. even a misplaced modifier. That's just like a, a – I don't even know what that is. It's just like throwing words on a page in some order. This is offensive to my reading sensibilities, David. I'm calling you David because I'm not turning into like you know, I don't the know alternative why. is swearing. So I'm going to start calling you guys by your first and middle you know, name or something. What's your middle all name? Right, so is it Michael? Matthew? Stop. No, we're not talking about that. All right. So Michelle? Melvin? Michelle? Melvin? Melvin? Marvin? <laughs> no, Mar- Mart. Marty? It is Marty. Micah? <laughs> it is Martin. Yeah. Martin. David Martin. Martin. Martin Schroeder. David Martin. Mm. David Martin. <laughs> this Irish book offends my <laughs> sensibilities. <laughs> Martin Schroeder. <laughs> Irish? Interesting. Oh, well, okay. this, this just went to a whole new uh, level this of is, offensive. This is well done, Jim. Right, so I'm struggling here because okay. Irish people are offended I, I, by everything. I feel it's like fine. we can either I, – I, 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 I thought going into this episode, like, maybe I should take, like, the positive view of it for a second and, like, point out things that could be okay. <laughs> Let me see if I can find something. All right. So um, I, think, I thought that I, all right. So yeah. I, I, I've seen the movie. I'm a married man. I've seen the movie. Okay. So oh, hold on, I, hold on. Yes. I'm also a married man. I know, and I've never I'm just seen clarifying this. You know, I, you know why? Well, do you watch many like romantic comedies or anything like that? Not really. Okay. Well, see, I, our idea of a good time I, <laughs> Is I don't want to know. Die Hard. <laughs> I'm glad. We watch movies like Die Hard and uh, superhero glad. movies and stuff like this. I am glad. I don't remember when I saw The Notebook, but I did see it. Um, I don't remember. I've seen the, the movie. movie. It's utterly forgettable. I will say this. The one thing the movie did better than the book was, was include Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. Mm. Man, I know. Mm. And... Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. No. Two, two very beautiful people. Okay. Sure. That was a we, I, feel like I, I feel like we can ruin it. Both of like, them. Oh, okay. From yeah. the same town as me. Wait, so now we have Canada to blame for this? Yeah. Oh. Good. Is Nicholas yeah. Sparks Canadian? No. No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I okay. hope not. So well, one, you were, something they did better. I know. You were, you were no, about no, to try no, to, the to one persuade us. in North Carolina, so you'd think that he would... By the way... He's from North Carolina. You would think that he would know that there aren't large houses from 1772 in North Carolina. Or or just like how, how to write that, a sentence. though? Here's the thing. I'm not that. saying the sentence was no. false. Yeah. I'm saying it was so badly written that I can't believe an editor let it through. <laughs> like if I tried to sneak that past Devin Maddox, our one of our, our editors here yeah. at B&H, he would have just sent it back and be like, uh – Canceling your book contract, <laughs> like very you know politely but Kinda firmly, kind. but like this needs to be rewritten, and yeah. he wouldn't have suggested a correction. He's just like he would just be like, do it again. This, Try this again. needs to be Try this again. needs to be rewritten. Yeah. Right. 
Okay. Uh, what I was going to say, <laughs> I know I'm like, I, all right. So in the, in the book you find, uh, we can ruin this, I guess. Can't yes, we? There, uh, it's yeah. been out for like it's been 25 out for 20 years. Plus years. All right. So in, in the book, basically Noah, the, the guy, he <laughs> finds out as does the girl, like halfway through the story that mom had been hiding all these letters that uh, he had written during yes. World War II. That's like a bigger mystery throughout the movie. Like it, you learn a lot later because like it's like even like they find that out like when both Noah and the girl meet up finally again. It's like that's addressed pretty quickly as opposed to they learn it a little bit later on as they're interacting. It just was done better than me. The whole story. I mean, the, the, they as characters, as, as people in the uh, nursing home, that is a sweet touch. It is. I can see why, like if you just, if he just wrote this book as just their story, like as it was happening, it would have been even worse, mm -hmm. but it was a reflection. I'm like, and, oh, and you don't find out. I don't think in the movie that the story is about those two until the very end. The way they do that, really, they hide that in the movie. Mm -hmm. So they find out literally toward the end. Oh, the story's about us. Mm -hmm. so, Wait, so you're saying that? <clears throat> it's like he's that reading the notebook. He's reading Nicholas Sparks' work. They, they improved. Mm. They improved the book because all right, because all right. I mean, so we like got a 20, new one for movies that are better than the books. Well, I know. So what, like twenty That's million a low people. Bar yeah, to yeah. Clear. But here's here's the problem though. It's like twenty million people have read this book or bought it at least, which is amazing. Well, there's also about fifteen million copies at McKay's. So for twenty, we get twenty five cents. We owe you a quarter. A lot of people have discarded three for twenty five cents. Did you really? Did you really? That would they have been so it. awesome. <laughs> you said, I think you need to pay me to take these off your hands, yeah. actually. Oh, um, yeah. That's 20 million copies. It's so yeah. depressing. You know, you know what makes that especially depressing? Like the state of American reading. Yes. That that, that many people have been attracted to this, this stuff. Well, no, no. no. Think, no, no, it's amazing. So you've got and like yes, this. Yes, I called the stuff. No, no. Yeah, Absolutely. There've got to be like a dozen, maybe two dozen authors just like this every year putting out this kind of book uh -huh. that's out there, and it sells. I mean, man, you look at the New yeah. York Times bestseller list; it's hilarious. Oh, if you go to, uh, so I share a lot of Kindle deals online, and so one mm -hmm. of my one of my little trade secrets is you just go to Amazon's bestsellers, and then you can look through by category. When you go to Christian bestsellers, before you start sorting it by theology or whatever, usually out of the top fifty, like forty two of them. Are romance novels? Oh, absolutely, Amish and romance. So it's all it's, the it's way. Amish romance. It's farm romance. It's mm -hmm. whatever. Like it's almost always old and non-technological romance. There's not mm -hmm. a lot of like, you know, swipe right for Jesus or something like that. But um, you know, you've just given me the the idea that's going to put my kids through college. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, if you can sleep at night, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write it under Dave's name, so it's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. D. Marty Schrader. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, good times. Good times. <laughs> D.S. Martin. Oh, this. I just. <laughs> Give me a new name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who's that's your pen right. name? You're welcome. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. I need, I need a pen name. Yeah. Yeah. D. Martin Schroeder. That'd be so predictable. That's I think if you does. just went with Schrader. Schrader. Just, just Schrader. Just like yeah. the sing, Just the single name. Schrader. So, but I think, but I think if you're going to create a pen, just as an aside, if you're going to create a pen name, I think using your middle name as your as your last name is a good idea. Dave oh. Martin. I should just go by Dave Martin. You David could. Martin. You could. You made sounds like a great sound mm. guy at church. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's what I think of when I hear Dave Martin. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dave Martin. You were Dave Martin. He's an accountant you, by you a, day. You wear a lot of black t-shirts, and you're too very much, offended when people mess with much, the too levels. Too much feedback, That's right. Dave. <laughs> That's right. You know what? I'm the expert here. Shut up. Oh, man. So bad. Uh, you know... <laughs> When I read this, I, re- I like I read it over several days. Like I couldn't take it more than like twenty page chunks. You know, it was that. Yeah. It, it just I oh, couldn't yeah. like just keep going. I it can't was... decide if I should be super impressed at your like fortitude <laughs> to get through this Dude, thing, or if I he, should be like ashamed he, of you he, for he, getting he, through right, this right, thing. So, so let's so talk this about is a good question. No, no, here. it's a very good question. Did Dave mark it as red on Goodreads? Did I did or not? You? Don't look. Do you think I did? I think you did. I I would vote yes. Well, that answers your question about like why I finished book. Like, well, it, the worst, or I'm sorry, the best thing that can happen out of this, at least I read another book. You completed <laughs> only get one more book on your that's annual it. goal. That's really it. Yeah. That's it. That's what, is your, I mean, what is your annual reading goal on Goodreads? Did you set it's, one? I did. I just 60 this year. That's yeah. It. Okay. But I'll oh, do like 70, maybe does 75. This, so this, I mean, on Goodreads, this counts as one of the 60. In your mind, it does. does it still count? Um, or are I you like, like, no, a, I need to read two to make up I feel for this. like part of me no, died when I clicked red. You clicked completed and it actually oh, subtracted dude. one. No, oh, yeah. you know what it is? You know what it is? I'm listening to an abridged audiobook of a World War II book. So that's going to count as a hunt one book just because I had to endure this. How about mm. that? Sound good? I think that's fair. That's, yeah, right, I, there you that's go. totally appropriate. So now we're okay. I think it has to count because, yeah, you read, yeah. you read some like 800-page history book. There's... It's got, There's enough there to break count it for two and you know make up for this. Yep, totally. At least yeah. content, the qua- like, okay. quantity wise. Here's yes. one of the things that quality too. Let's just be honest. That's true. A I, dry history book is going to be better. Is going to be a better story than this. Oh gosh, that's, that's fair. All yes. right, here's yeah. one more thing that uh, that keeps the reader hooked in. So the publisher puts the first chapter of the next book in it yes. as, uh, in the back. So I, it, the one good thing about that is I didn't feel like I had to read it. And so I got done about 30 pages early. So yeah, isn't that, that great? That was great. That isn't made that me great? feel good about the <laughs> getting it done. Yes. Well, yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you did it. Thank you, publisher. Noah Calhoun. There you go. There we go. There's oh. a lot of things that are creepy about this book. I got to be honest. I mean, well, not well, all just, right, so all right, let's, okay, adri- so, let's address the article that was posted. Was it USA Today? I need to go find that while we're doing it. So um, there was an article uh, in USA Today. We will post it. And it, it, ha- it like literally we were starting to read the book. We we're definitely talking about reading it. We were talking about it. And um, wasn't it like how the notebook ruins everything? Yeah, we thought this would be like, all right, here it is. This is the title. It says the notebook is a dumpster fire. And I didn't realize it 15 years ago. And it's <laughs> just talking about the movie it's not even talking about the book yes yes can i ask a parenthetical question absolutely (laughs) dumpster fire is a little cliche yes what uh what other version of a fire could we apply to this that's both stronger and less cliche um it is a like uh no it's like it's like it's like dog crap on fire at your doorstep a, a flaming bag of dog flaming crap. Flaming bag of dog crap. But the, how is that? That was delivered does, to your doorstep with samples of. The thing is, it's just a but little. But that doesn't small. escalate. It's just a little like unless it catches yeah. your porch on fire. See, yeah. I think <clears throat> I think it has to be like like a porta potty fire, something like that. But that just doesn't have any resonance to it. A porta potty. You're right. at a porta potty, and your someone pushes it over. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just called it a sewage blaze? Ooh, hmm. like 
Lake Erie, 1971. Like when Cleveland yes. burned yeah. the river. Yes. Or yeah. the lake, yes. whichever it was. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, uh, think it the was Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga River, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So a sewage, this is a sewage blaze. Okay, sewage blaze. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. All right, so carry on. Close parentheses. <laughs> this is steaming sewer grates? The, no, no. Stu- sewage blaze. So, so this is actually okay. fire yeah. shooting up actually, from the sewer. Oh, even better. There we go. All right. You know what? This girl <clears throat> makes a really good point. So, which I like. So we are, since we are not females in this room, let's read her perspective for a second. So, she starts out. It was June two thousand four. I was a teenager, so proud of the mascara stains in my that trailed my cheeks. They're proof that I just didn't tear up. I cried so hard at the notebook. I felt invigorated, impassioned. I was alive, and I was thereafter obsessed with the movie. And she kind of goes into okay, so the movie <laughs> and book are written for this young. We we have daughters. Okay, so they're going to be exposed to things they could. I'm just saying. I'm just telling you, they could. My child will not be exposed to this. Can <laughs> potentially happen sewage with fire. Sewage, sewage, sewage fire, blaze. sewage blaze. Yes. Yeah, blaze. There will be yeah. no sewage blazes in my home. Sewage. Yeah. But she goes on. She says, ahead of the drama's uh, 15th anniversary on June 25th, I decided to revisit the sob story. And now I'm <laughs> now that I'm a less hormonal 30-year-old, <laughs> how would I like it now? So she watches it, and then she just tears it apart We've again. asked this question. Are yeah. the things that we loved as teenagers we're a little bit nervous to go back to because we're afraid we would it's not good, love it now? It's so a great question. What's this author's yeah. name? Uh, Carly, hold on. Carly Malenbaum. Yeah, we'll so post it. So you guys, Carly see it. did a very brave thing by going back to test her fifteen-year-old yeah. emotions. That that well, is a bold move. She was asked to post an article, <laughs> and she's like, "You know and what? She, this is gold." She <laughs> got paid. paid. She it's did. Gold. That's true. She got yeah. paid. Yeah. Are we getting paid? I don't know. Are we? Do we? We need a sponsor. We need right to get paid. We right need now. a sponsor. So, need, by the yeah. way, if you if you want to sponsor yeah. us, just hit us up on yeah. on um, yeah. Twitter. The tweets. Yeah, on the tweet box, we will. <laughs> so carry on with yes. uh, with her. Keep going. Why, uh, why this is a sewage blaze? Well, let's see what else she's got to say here. So, well, the thing is, you would have to. All right. So he, she basically makes the point that Noah is a creep. You show a lot more in the movie about Noah, like uncomfortably pursuing her in a way that's not just almost like against her will. Mm-hmm. That was her point. It's like against her will. And she's read or she's writing this in the context of a me too era and also human decency. Yes. yes. Human decency. I know. Uh, now she's not saying he's going that far. She's making the point that like, yeah, he's uncomfortably like all over her. And that, that's the issue. Exactly. She politely declines his overtures and he follows her into a Ferris wheel and proceeds to dangle from the ride on the hand, threatening to slip until she goes out on a date with him. So threatening that he will die, <laughs> kill himself unless she goes out on a date with him. You know, I've heard stories of young yeah. men like this. Hmm. Doesn't end well for them. By not well, do you mean like prison? Generally. Or an ass whooping? Both. <laughs> or never mind. I'm just going to stop there. Oh, she <laughs> or something also, in prison. What? Yeah. Hey, uh, moving on. There's a good like sub line. She's like, Noah and Allie don't actually like each other when they're not sucking face. <laughs> but, you know. I know some so, relationships like that, too. Sure. Also don't yeah. end well. Yeah. Yeah. They spend Those are their most s- high school relationships, aren't they? Yeah. Ah. She says, uh, she says they spend their summer making out, yelling at each other for each being annoying and learning mm-hmm. that they have nothing in common. Yet, That's right. They enjoy sucking face and more. 
Well, they're beautiful people, content. so that works out well for the viewer. <laughs> and more. Yeah. You know? There's so yeah. much content in this how, episode. How well would that movie have worked if they had cast two exceptionally plain-looking people? Oh, who are yelling at each other the whole time and then sucking face, and everyone's like, there's right. literally nothing about this that is appealing. <laughs> okay, here's one if thing. If it was Adam Sandler, and uh, who'd, be, who'd be a good person to, to pair I, him I up with? I will not start listing actresses who are plain-looking, because I feel like that's... I mean, I will get myself in trouble for a lot of things, but that's not <laughs> yeah, that's what not, I'm that's not That's a good going. point. <laughs> that's, a, that's a trap I'm not stepping in. There we go. There we go. But it's safe to list... Plain looking male of, actors. I'll make fun of yeah. funny looking actors all day. That's right. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. There we go. Replace to replace Ryan Gosling with Steve Buscemi. And, and Rachel McAdams with there somebody much. else. <laughs> yeah. John Turturro. That actually would have improved the movie dramatically. <laughs> Did you see oh John Turturro? They're doing a Jesus Lives uh, movie. I don't know. Based this. on Jesus Quintana from The Big Lebowski. <laughs> it's coming out next year. <laughs> Nobody oh. else with the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love John Turturro. Uh, oh, that is oh, one of the fantastic. best roles of all time. I mean, all yeah. of those guys, but man. Uh, but no, John Turturro in this, hmm, interesting. <laughs> As Jesus it's a bold choice. It's a bold choice. Saying. It, would be, uh, um, it would be captivating. Oh my gosh, yeah. You would not be able to look away. You might wish yeah. you could look away, but you won't be able to. One last thing, reading this in the mm-hmm. course it became a movie. It's like he Sparks writes some of these scenes and they're written like it's a screenplay. He was gunning for this to be made uh, into a movie. Absolutely. And this was his first novel, right? I have no idea if it was first. I, do, I mean, I do. Right, here's the thing. Uh, you know, Let's he, he is still alive, but I do remember um, Tom Clancy passed away. And Tom Clancy, you know, last year, two years ago. Uh, maybe a few years longer than that, but uh, you know he was like an insurance salesman salesman until he was like forty. But he had this extreme interest in. It was his first. Oh. Okay, all right. Well, I'll finish. So Tom Clancy, he I love we're talking about Tom Clancy, Nicholas Sparks. Oh my gosh, Tom Clancy is rolling in his grave right now. Uh, no, but the point is, he had a job for like 15, 20 years, uh-huh. and then but he had this interest in military, and he was a great researcher, and uh-huh. ultimately. Uh, Good thriller writer uh, when it came down to it, but uh, but Nicholas Sparks was like a pharmaceutical rep. I remember reading this years ago, and he just started writing. So it's funny how I'm trying to go in that. So Tom Clancy, here he is. He's just got this military fetish, and here's don't say fetish in the context Nicholas of this Sparks. conversation. He has a different fetish. <laughs> Don't say Which fetish. is, as you said, uh, what you call it? what kind of porn did you call this? Emotional porn. Emotional porn. Got to clarify go. what kind of porn we're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> there's there's a little porny scene in there, though. There's a little sure. porny scene. Absolutely. There so is definitely some content. No, you told me about it, Dave, because oh, okay. you read <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> I read it to you. That's, That's right. right. I forgot, right. I forgot all about this. That's right. <laughs> Oh yeah. gosh! I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know much else we can do with this at this point. All right, <laughs> well, is there someone out there who's brave enough to say they love the book? Will you please speak up? And you know, we would love to. If you admit it, hit you over the head with a tack hammer. If you admit it, <laughs> that you, you honestly love it, and you tell us why. Yeah, sell us. We can be sold. Convince us, kind of. We'll sell. We'll send you something nice. We'll send you. We'll send you a signed copy of a book by one of the hosts on here that we consider to be better than this book. Noted. I think that's fair. Got it. Perfect. Got it. And like well, here's it. the deal: you Perfect. don't have to persuade us. You just have to give good reasons why you like it. That's right. So, because you won't persuade me to like this, 100. percent That's not going to happen. Absolutely. But you just need to be. You <laughs> that's know, right. All right. Give good reasons. So. 
you know, guys. Also, Aaron, you're the one who's signing and sending the book, just to clarify. Absolutely. I don't even care if it's the Curious Christian. I'm going to sign it for you. (laughs) Dave will sign the Curious Christian. (laughs) And Aaron will send it to you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. That's right. All right. But, you know, guys, as as we wrap up this portion of our conversation, I just got to say. This portion. It's felt so right to be here. Everything about this has felt right. (laughs) The fire, the drinks, the storm. It couldn't have been any more perfect. Like magic, it seemed that our years apart, that our days apart, <laughs> haven't mattered anymore. Man. I oh, could not even say swoon. that. Swoon. I know. Man. <laughs> I'm swooning in my seat. Well, that's sweat. You're hot. Okay. I really wish there was fire and drinks. That would be right. nice. We never really addressed this, though, We because we talked about it, is the fact that should we be reading any books that have good romance? Not horny emotional romance, but just good romance. Sure. I think most books... I just don't read that many. I'm just... It's not like the type of book we talk about. It's not like what we would like anyways. But should we? That's the other question. I think... I think we can. I think most books, at least the ones that I'm aware of, and again, Mm -hmm. I'm not not a romance book reader. I think the books that are in the romance category usually give a misrepresentation of love and romance. Correct. The books that do a good job depicting it are books about good characters mm-hmm. and how they navigate love in the midst of life. Mm-hmm. And so they're not they're not about being swept off your feet and whatever you know, like the, just the the sheer saccharine kind of nonsense yes. of the Nicholas Sparks world. And and so it's much more about it's about faithfulness and it's about conflict and it's about kids and it's about I mean, it can be about meeting and falling in love and there are a lot of yeah. books about those kinds of things but but there's a dramatic difference between books that are like two people meet and have sex or a mm-hmm. book that's all about swooning over each other mm-hmm. or a book that's about navigating a relationship well Correct. so i think with the writer of the usa today article as well as my uncomfort has to do is the level of worship and that's a tricky thing i mean um, you mean between two the two, characters, the two characters or people yeah. for this book? Uh, well, or both. both. Yeah, <laughs> both. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I mean, you know, it is like there's yeah. a there's a hit book, and you're curious because you're like, man, why do people like this? I mean, I've read some books we talked about that you know we don't like, but just out of curiosity, just sure. seeing like, what is it? Why do they like fill in the blank book? Right. And I don't. It doesn't bother me, do I? I don't feel bad reading it, but I'm but I'm usually disappointed or I have an understanding saying, oh, I get why they like it. It's nothing like what I would like, but I see why this audience loves it. So mm-hmm. when I I, there's a there's a genuine danger to books like this. And I don't want to mm-hmm. use that word in like a an over dramatic way, but the fact that this book has sold twenty million copies and Sparks' books as a whole have probably sold I don't know, 150 million or something. So it's I mean, like hundred and five, yeah. hundred and ten million. Okay. I mean just, just out of twenty years but it, but of it, writing. And and yeah. the, the romance genre, most of which are <clears throat> you call this emotional porn. A lot of those books are just like full on porny porn. porn. Yeah. And uh it, it they are they're creating an understanding and expectation that will not help people figure out how to have a real relationship. Correct. And I realize they're not reading it for that reason. They're reading it for escapism. They're reading it for whatever. But sometimes what people are trying to escape from is a relationship that's not working very well. Right. And so mm-hmm. they they sort of look for this uh, like drug-induced stupor almost through these kinds of books. Or if they're reading it as, you know, 
13, 14, 15, 16 year old, it's, it's forming an idea of what relationships would mm-hmm. look like. It's not any different than a 13, 14, 15 year old male watching porn and thinking that's what marriage looks like. Right. Which we would all like literally everybody would go, that's terribly unhealthy. Mm-hmm. This is just subtly unhealthy. Yeah. I think. It's it's socially acceptable to to engage with this on un- well, a level of unhealth. Well, it's just reflective of social yeah. norms that relationships are supposed to be self-fulfilling. It's supposed to be easy. It's very feelings driven. Right. It's, you know. Every, every it's, follow your heart. Yeah. yeah. Live the, your own truth. The, the thing that's uh, the thing that. Whatever that Dave read earlier as like tongue in cheek, like, you know, whatever it was like, right. Follow your heart, Mm -hmm. even if it hurts other people like that's, uh, that's, that's really bad advice. Yeah. That's really not biblical. (laughs) It's destructive on every level. Yeah. Jeez. Follow that thing that is more deceitful than anything else. Yeah. Good, good Mm. advice there, Nikki. But you know, Hey, we, we, uh, we, we did this episode. We did it. Um, we talked we about this for months. We teased it in like yeah. March. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. No, it really was. I think you bought it like way back in maybe April. I've, April, had, it for, I've had it for at least May. six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. easy. And yeah. I have been holding back all of my comments from most of that time. Yes, you've had a twinkle in your eye <laughs> knowing that I was going <laughs> to lose my <laughs> over this. Absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> I, the fact, Dave, uh, the more I think about it, the more I would like to honor you for completing this task. Yes. <laughs> hey, Aaron did too. You finished it. Did you? I, I think I, I did. You said you skimmed it. I, I, read I think it. Dave was underlining on page 180. Uh, <laughs> well, well, speaking I of read 180. It in, I read it in about <laughs> two days. So, can, can we close this show? Well, I realize we always have our, our official. Yes. Can I throw out just some random page numbers and just find yes. delightful things? Well, so we'll alternate. Just go. Yes. So uh, 17. Oh. Aaron, you're going well, to 46. She sat on the edge of the bed, picked up the phone, and called Lon. Lon is like the boy who's like the expected person she would marry, by the way. His name is Lon. L O N. Lon. He couldn't speak long. He was due in court. But before they hung up, she gave him the phone number where she's going to be staying and promised to call him the following day. Okay, that's not that interesting. There's a lot of just That's not that interesting. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sums up a lot of this book. Okay, mm-hmm. Aaron, oh, right. 44, what do we got? 46, you said. 46, sorry. 46. Uh, 102, Dave. She hesitated. I don't know, she said, trailing off. And the way she said it made him believe her. The gravel crunched beneath their feet as they walked in silence for a few steps. Then he, then he asked, Allie, do you love him? She answered automatically, yes, I love him. The words hurt, but again... He thought he heard something in her tone as if she were saying it to convince herself. All right, page 102. We fell in love despite our differences. And once we did, something rare and beautiful was created. For me, love like that has happened only once. And that's why every minute we spent together has been seared in my memory. I'll never forget a single moment of it. Uh, Dave, you're going to go to 200. And that'll be the end of it. All right. All right, Aaron's got 142. Tears began to fill her eyes. I don't know if I can, she finally whispered. You can. Allie, I can't live my life happily knowing you're with someone else. That would kill a part of me. What we have is rare. It's too beautiful to just throw away. She didn't respond. After a moment, he gently turned toward her, took her hands and stare, stared at her, willing her to look at him. 
Allie finally faced him with moist eyes, and after a long silence, <laughs> Noah brushed the tears from her cheeks with his fingers. All right, page two hundred. This wasn't as okay. Good, fine, go to yeah. the last words in the book. What is what? What is Ooh, the concluding sentences? For at that moment, the world is full of wonder as I feel her fingers reach for the buttons of my shirt and slowly, ever so slowly, she begins to undo every one of them. Whoa! Hey, 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 Leave you with a teaser there. Woo! Okay, yeah. wow. It's always warm in this room, but now it's steamy. Wow, wow. <laughs> Ooh, it, uh, it is. That's right. Some, some all right. So, all right. Who's right getting now? punched in the face I this week? I think Nicholas Sparks is getting punched in the face. This uh, week. He just did it's for an, about it's an honorary minutes. punch in the face. We love you, Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, we so, appreciate um, you. So uh, that's also so a punch Nicholas, out of jealousy because I want his paycheck. Absolutely. But um, as far as a character is concerned, I think uh, Noah from this book here deserves to get punched right in his face. Well, if he treated a girl like that, somebody would punch him in the face. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, your fellow Canadians. I mean, at you know, least, at least you had that. That's it. That's it. That's Steve, Steve Buscemi and Joan Cusack. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you did throw someone in. Joan Cusack. As long as it's not Joan Cusack and John Cusack, that would be weird. <laughs> yeah, that would be a whole that's other gross. story, right I don't there. Know what it's like in Canada, but in the United States, that's nasty, Aaron. Yeah. Oh gosh! All right, All right. what are we it. reading? Are we getting to that part now? Can we redeem this thing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we are well, absolutely getting definitely there. not reading this anymore. But <laughs> no, you know, we got something. No. no, all right, I'll go real quick. All right, so uh, a Dave McCullough book that I did not like, The Pioneers. It was horrible. Really? You? Yeah, was that like was that like sketches of different? <sighs> no, he, he what he sure did he captured the Northwest Territory, which is Ohio, and everything was purchased okay. during the late seventeen hundreds and. I just thought, like, okay, if you're going to pick something very particular in American history, why that? Why not conquer the grand narrative of being a pioneer, too? And I know he got criticized because he didn't really talk enough about the fact of pioneers taking over Native American mm -hmm. la uh, lands and, and so on. But it just was not interesting to me. Mm. Uh, and I've read a lot after that, too. I'm, I don't think I'm alone in that. People feel like, okay, well, the man has enough Pulitzers. He's allowed to make a dud. I mean, he probably still sold two or three million copies. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's written a couple others that are that are uh, flat. Like, he wrote one about Theodore Roosevelt's childhood. It was called, like, Thursday's Run for Horseback Mornings Riding. Horseback. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, it, it was, was just, okay. It was There's just better pretty ones neat. on Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. That was, was an early one for him, It too. seemed to me like that was, he was doing research for another book and came across enough interesting stuff to sort of put that one together. But, yeah, yeah he's... yeah. Every um, prolific... Aaron and I mentioned this last mm -hmm. episode, but every prolific author... Write some crap books. Like you can't. You can't. You can't write a hundred percent great books if you're writing as many as a lot of these guys do. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. With you. All right. What do you got? I just finished the book, The Black Klansman: Race, Hate, oh, and the Undercover yeah. Investigations of Lifetime. So it was written by Ron Stallworth, who was yep. yeah. the black officer who went undercover sort of with the clan in Colorado. So he was it was a movie made recently yeah. um with uh what's the guy's name? It's Denzel Washington's son and then Adam Driver was in That's it. That's his yeah. son? Who yes. him? Yep. I didn't know that. I forget his name is I I don't remember. Oh, I think it's, man. it might be David, but I can't remember. Let's find um, out. But so the movie got got great critical reviews. I haven't seen yeah. it yet. I I've didn't even know it. it was a book. I've read and seen it. Yeah. So it's yeah. written by the author. It's written a lot like a book written by a police officer. Yes. So it's it's Facts. very sort of facts yes. and reporting and things yeah. like that. But because of the kind of story it was that works. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. it 
it it could have yeah. been more engaging if it had been written by like Michael Lewis, for example. Did you listen to the audiobook? I did. I did too. So you're hearing his yeah. voice too, which he, you can sense he like he oh, reads it's it interesting like somebody voice. reading a police report. So it's yeah. not he is not a professional narrator, but right. But knowing that it's him adds an element of, of cool. The story itself is amazing. So he. He gets he goes undercover as the he's the voice of undercover because it all starts via telephone. And then when he realizes they're asking him to come meet them and he's like, well, I'm a black guy. Yeah. I can't go meet the clan. Yeah. He sends another undercover officer. So he's the the voice and the planner. And this other guy is the feet on the ground. Right. And uh, just sort of the story of how they gather in, in information, including how the clan infiltrated the military and police force and air force and yeah. whatever else. So it was, yeah. it was a, it was a mm, really captivating story. Not the best book itself. Right. Um, John David Washington is his name. So I was half right. You were. John David it Washington. Was, that's so you funny. Were. Denzel Washington's son. Fascinating. And okay. Hofer Grace played David Duke. Yeah, he was great. He You'll love the movie. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's not as good of a movie as what Spike Lee thinks it is. I mean, it's good. It's okay. fine. Yeah. When Spike Lee hasn't made a movie as good as Spike Lee thinks it is until uh, – what is it called? Do do the right do thing. Do the right thing. It, which or was since like that? which yeah. was since then every one of Spike Lee's movies have been better in his mind than on screen. He's made some good ones, but like mm. that's that's his last like you know, seminal you work. You know I like him to do. I mean, I mean certainly if you've already done like great definitive pieces on race, which I love, but um but like, you know, Inside Man, did you ever see that with Denzel? Speaking of Denzel, that was yeah, great. It was a good movie. And I thought like, man, do something uh-huh. that's just like a good mystery like that. And because uh, I'm like, that was like good directing, good storytelling. It was fun. It was, I don't know how yeah. good of a storyteller he yeah. is. <clears throat> he's yeah. a, he is a protest guy. Like, I don't know he, that he's a, I don't yeah, know that he's a he brilliant storyteller. I don't think right. he wrote Inside Man. I think he just directed it, but still it's good. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Aaron, what do you got? Well, I've got, uh, Keeper by Greg Rucka. It's a throwback book to the mid-90s that I am reading right now. Um, The first in the Atticus Kodiak series by this author. There's like seven books in this series altogether. Um, Just a fun action thriller kind of thing. Um, Also finished reading the uh, Detective Comics 1000 Deluxe Edition book. Um, Just to kind of get the taste of this awful trash yeah, out no, of my I've, system. I've, I've read like six books since this one just to like rinse my mouth out. It's like when you yeah. eat something really spicy and then you're like pounding milk and eating rice and stuffing bread in your mouth and anything to make yeah. it stop burning. That's yeah. kind of what I've been doing with this. Yeah. Um, so the character's name is Atticus Kodiak. Yes. Is I feel like every two pages Atticus somebody would Kodiak. be like, man, that's a kick name. Yeah. And yeah. just repeatedly. There, it happens every once in a while in the Magic book. Like there, there's awareness of like, so what's with the name? And um, and it's his parents. And his parents named, love to kill a mockingbird. If I met somebody named Atticus Kodiak, I would comment on it every time I saw them. Right. Absolutely. Like nice name. Absolutely. I'm jealous of your name. Yeah. So fun fact: when we were expecting my oldest daughter. She was the only one we didn't find out the gender on on ahead of time. So we had to have two names ready to go. And Atticus was the boy's name. And we just never used it. Why? Yeah, you punted it before you before you had a son. I mean, we thought that. we thought about bringing it back out for Hudson and it just didn't fit him. So got to go with the heart. Follow That's your right. heart, even if it hurts people you love. That's right. That's right. And on that note, uh, thanks for listening to today's episode. Uh, thanks, guys, for hanging out. And uh 
talking about this sewer blaze sewage blaze sewage blaze yeah that's our new that's, that's the episode title is, how bad is it the is sewage it, this blaze is, that's this is the, the best episode. of the best notice how like by the way i'm about to walk out of the office here Absolutely. and like i had it like notebook on top of some other books i yeah. had and i hey, just kind of casually gifts here yeah first. i'll put the cats one out there i uh, was I was uh, I was on vacation while I was working on this, and so the first half was family. The second half, I met up with a couple friends, and we were just hanging out in Chicago. And I had this book with me. I hid it underneath everything in my luggage. It was like <laughs> it was like when you're 12 and have trying to hide cigarettes from your mom or something. That's what I was doing with <laughs> two 30 something guys. I'm like, no, they will never know that I have this book with me. Nope. So that okay. yes, I understand right. the putting it on the, the bottom of the stack. As you page. should, as you should. All right. Uh, so yeah, thanks for joining us for this episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Leave your five star rating and review. Make it as entertaining as possible for us. And um, yeah, if you want to sponsor the show, get in touch. We would love to take your money. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. This is an area code podcast.